Welcome to St. Louis on the Air. I'm Sarah Fenske. In the pantheon of St. Louis-specific foods, our Provel-topped cracker-like pizza gets all the controversy, and it feels like toasted ravioli and pork steaks get all the love. But for many local food lovers, there is no more comforting snack than the St. Paul sandwich. The Chinese-slash-Midwestern hybrid is particularly popular in North St. Louis, where it's long been a takeout treat. And this month, it's on the cover of Sauce Magazine. The magazine is exploring its history as a St. Louis menu item and also recommending some good places to get one. And joining us today to talk about it is that story's author, that Sauce Magazine contributor, Matt Sorrell. Matt, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me. And we're also joined by phone today by Ben Welch. He's the executive chef at the Mid- at the Midwestern, which is a terrific restaurant downtown. Uh, ben, welcome to the show. Good afternoon. And we're also joined by phone by Kristen Leo. She is an aspiring restaurateur. Her family owned the Florissant Mainstay Chinese Gourmet Restaurant until it closed in 2017. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, Kristen, I understand your family grew up serving these sandwiches at your restaurant. Tell us, what is sort of the basic bare-bones recipe for how to make a St. Paul sandwich? I mean, it's basically just an egg omelet. Really easy. Um, there are so many different variations. It's anything from bean sprouts to cabbage and onions. But for me, like, I feel like I probably the thing that I like the most is just doing cabbage with a little bit of um, mm. and your protein of choice. And you're putting that with this, uh, th- so this omelet with that in it, you're putting it on what kind of bread? We're just putting it on really simple white bread. And typically it's mayonnaise, lettuce, pickled tomatoes. And I've seen so many different variations of adding American cheese onto there. I mean, back back in whenever I was growing up as a kid at the restaurant, I never really saw bacon on a uh, St. Paul sandwich. But seeing the evolution of how we've just been adding more and more to it has been quite amazing. Now, one of the other things that seemed amazing to me is you told our producer you didn't eat your first St. Paul sandwich until you were 20. That's even though your family was serving them. How is that even possible? I don't know. I think I just... You just get so stuck in nostalgia with the things that you specifically like eating. And we still have a family restaurant in downtown right now. And my main steak and staple is I've always just walked into the place and they're like, are you hungry? We'll make you chicken fried rice, no onions. Mm. And that's, that's basically just what they'll feed me. And I never really decided to adventure out and do anything else with that. (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. Like, you know what you love. And I know that one of our guests here today did grow up eating these, and these for him were comfort food, and that's you, Ben Welch. Um, What is the appeal of this sandwich? They're just delicious. I mean, um, for us, it was a, um, um, I guess, a, a growing up. So, you know, when you're, as a kid, we would start off with the, um, Oh man, my mind is is fried today. Um, for me, it's just, it's, we just ate them. You know what I mean? Like they were delicious. You'd get them, and um, it doesn't make any sense, right? It's an om- it's an omelet sandwich with mayonnaise and pickles, and we just grew up eating them. So like, I don't know any different. Yeah. And, uh, Did you have a particular you know, go to place, or was it you would just get them all over town? We went to Lisa's on Jennings Station Road, but basically it was like wherever mom was taking us, you know, mm-hmm. or whatever neighborhood or whatever family member we were staying with, like everyone got St. Paul sandwiches and everyone got fried rice. It was just how it was. Yeah, that was your sandwich. Now, that was it. Now, Matt, you wrote the cover story for right. this month's Sauce Magazine. What's the local legend behind why we've got this sandwich called a St. Paul sandwich, <laughs> and yet this is a St. Louis thing? Okay, so I will say, I want to caveat this by saying that this is completely anecdotal and not verified. I could not find any like legit 
you know, outside like a Wikipedia article or something. Um, so the story that I, I heard is basically that uh, right around the World War II time frame, um, there's a Chinese chef in St. Louis who wanted to uh, make something that was more, I guess, uh, palatable to like the uh, Midwestern palate. So um, he came up with taking egg foo young, uh, putting it on white bread, which is like, I mean, the most Midwestern thing you can probably think of, mm-hmm. and then mayonnaise, which is the second most Midwestern thing. Um, and then, yeah, pickles, uh, tomato, that sort of thing. And then and just started serving them. And now they call it St. Paul because apparently this particular chef was from St. Paul, Minnesota. Oh, okay. Which is very confusing because it's like a St. Louis staple. And I've heard people in St. Paul, Minnesota saying they've never even heard of it. So why you, you know, it's 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 an odd story. So yeah. it took its name from its provenance, maybe. Maybe, we, yeah. We don't even know. But, I mean, these sandwiches, I have to say, they are very tasty. And if you're listening to this and you're a fan of the St. Paul sandwich, we want to hear from you. Where do you get your favorite St. Paul sandwich? You can give us a call at 314-382-8255. That's 382-TALK. Or you can send us a tweet at STL on air or email us at talk at stlpublicradio.org. Now, Matt, you highlight a few options mm-hmm. in this month's sauce. Um, what are some of the ones that, that you tried that you you would enthusiastically recommend? Uh, well, I will say I'm in the same boat as Kristen. Uh, I grew up in St. Louis, uh, born and raised, never had one of these. Just maybe heard of them in the late, for maybe 10 years ago is the first time I heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for this story, I was like, well, I guess I need to go out and start trying them. So the first one I ever had, um, my lead gets the credit for that. Mm-hmm. I had their just straight up traditional, uh, no frills. Uh, one um, and uh, delicious. I loved it. Um, Chinese, I, I believe I uh, it's Chinese Express has one that I really really like. I I still like. I'm not the biggest St. Paul eater yet. If I'm gonna do one, I need to add some stuff to it. Most restaurants will have like a special version mm-hmm. where they top it with pork or shrimp or some other type of protein and some sauces and make it a little bit more You want to jazz it up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, mayonnaise and white bread, you know. It, it can only go so far. Right. Uh, Kristen, do you have a favorite version? So typically, if I'm just going simple where I don't want too much in there, I'll do like a ham St. Paul. Mm-hmm. But then otherwise, if I really can't make up my mind, I'll just go with the special, which is just the combination of all the different types of proteins. And I really think about it in a way of, because my family actually isn't, Chinese, and despite the fact of having a Chinese restaurant longer than I was even born. Um, Our family's from Vietnam, actually, and I think about where the etymology or the root of why just white bread and eggs is so good in a sandwich. Like, my mother always made this dish called banh mi opla, Mm -hmm. which is just basically a French baguette with an egg over easy. Mm. And maybe that's just something finding some simplicity and, like, nostalgia. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, to me, it feels like such comfort food. It just, and I guess this is my Midwestern talking. I like that white bread when it's coupled with something like an omelet. Ben, do you have a favorite version? I'm pretty simple. and I'm just a, a pork St. Paul, a uh, little hot pepper, maybe a little drizzle of soy sauce. Usually, you know, I'm, I'm adding a little salt to them. Um, but that's it, man. Like, <laughs> you I'm, keep it simple. Just, just, just fry me up a pork St. Paul and I'll be your best friend. Now, Ben, I'm curious. It feels like so many chefs are doing high-end riffs on pork steak, or people are even trying to do a high-end St. Louis-style pizza. Don't get me started on that. But uh, why do why are we not seeing chefs experiment with the St. Paul sandwich, do you think? I, I can't speak for the chefs. I do remember a couple years ago, um, there was a colleague, um, Noel Gata, did a pop-up in the city, and he mm-hmm. did do a St. Paul as part of his pop-up. Um 
And I believe he's he's of Philippine descent, so maybe he was sort of putting his own unique twist on that. Well, well, totally. I mean, you you have to. If you're you're a chef and you're going to do it, you have to, you know, add a little extra love to it. But um, I I don't know. I don't. I don't know if we don't think about it, or it's just something we take for granted, you know. And mm-hmm. we get home and we put on our pajamas about it, or you know. Yeah, but. I get it, um, man. I'm wondering, is this something? How creative can you even get with it? Like, if you just had an egg and sausage sandwich on white bread, mm-hmm. can I call that a St. Paul sandwich? See, I think no, you have I mean, to it's, have. It's, it's, it's basically a fritter, you know. It's, yeah. Um, you know, it's. Um, I've I've tried to make to make them, and I've had more success with a little thicker base. Like a, a fritter type base, mm-hmm. um, yeah. The, um, that deep frying I, part is is essential. Like I see Matt correct, nodding. Yeah, correct, correct. I want to go to the phone lines. We have some listeners, I think, wanting to share their favorites. Uh, Pat is calling from North St. Louis County. Um, Pat, hi. You're on St. Louis on the air. Hi. Uh, thank you for joining us. What's your uh, St. Paul sandwich story? Oh, we would always go to Pork Chop Suey on Park Avenue. Um, right near the projects and uh, George Levy and Malcolm Bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would always, uh, you would get a free orange soda with your order. Oh, that okay. sounds like a St. Louis treat. Was that soda and, a vest? Yes, of course. <laughs> of course. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, my friend would call from Sulard every Thursday. We would order. And every day, he would. his name was Ed. And every day he would call and he would tell him, give him his order, which is the same order every week. And he would tell them his name's Ed, and they would always ask about Phil. How do you spell that? How do you spell Ed? <laughs> yeah. yeah, and he would always, you know, <laughs> That's a great so, story. That's our story. That, All right, thank you. That makes me really happy. Thank you, Pat. And, yeah, I feel like people just, this is a, a nostalgia thing for them. This is a comfort thing for them. Mm-hmm. Matt, to some extent, this feels like kind of the perfect dish for this this time we're in. It's it's a takeout thing. It's right. it's comforting. It's, it's Midwestern. Yeah. And it's also really cheap. I mean, most of the ones that I uh, research for the for the article, between three and five bucks. Mm. You know, I mean, because you look at the even the components. I mean, there's not much to it. Yeah. Um, and it's funny because you know you look at it on paper and it makes zero sense. I'm like, why don't you just toast the bread? I still don't understand why the bread's not toasted because it just falls apart immediately. But that's like part of it. It's 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 a texture thing. It's and it is. It's just it's very much a nostalgia. It's a childhood thing. Now, Kristen, I know, um, as we said, you're an aspiring restaurateur and your family had a number of these restaurants, but now it's a time where where you're sort of um, getting ready to step up. I'm wondering, is this something that that you think you'll be serving or are you going a different direction? You know, like I am going to still keep the property called as an acronym CGR um, because it originally was called Chinese Gourmet Restaurant. And I thought it was completely an evolution of what it was that my mom had already built for me. Mm -hmm. And so every now and again, I was thinking about doing mom specials where it's just like we highlight a specific item, whether it be like pho or banh mi or even doing St. Paul sandwiches, because sometimes you don't know whenever the mood really like hits of what it is that you would want to do. But to be able to be flexible, adaptable and on the go would be great. So, yeah, I'm more than happy to open up the floodgates with St. Paul sandwiches for, for the family. It's fascinating that now this Chinese slash Midwestern hybrid is part of your Vietnamese restaurateur family story. It's just It mm-hmm. just shows how these things adapt and change. Right. 
And um, uh, Matt, I did want to, or Ben, I did want to ask you one last question here before we have to go. I know this is such a fraught time for the restaurant industry and that there's there's new restrictions coming down, I believe, tomorrow night, um, basically saying people have to move to carry out only. At the Midwestern, um, do you guys know what your plans are at this point? We have been closed since uh, Sunday um, with no plans on opening before the 31st. Mm-hmm. Um, today we are on premise uh, packing up foods and, um, you know, just distribute. So the plan is tomorrow to call in our staff and give them little, you know, bags of, you know, food, you know. So mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're here, we're, we're um, packing up and labeling and, and cryovacking and, mm-hmm. and then we're going to give it to our staff and I hope that helps out a little bit. And, you know, go from there. And you'll hope to reopen uh, the minute that there's an all clear from the health officials. Oh yeah, we're <laughs> you know, um, you know, we're uh, everybody's. You know, it's one of those things that we're all going through it. Mm-hmm. So it's a you know, uh, the community's coming together. You know. And as soon as we get the green light, I, you know, we, we got to get that money. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Ben, you're in our thoughts. Everybody in, in the restaurant community right now is in our thoughts. And, and I want to thank you um, for joining us, even with everything else going on. Oh, thanks for having me. That was Ben Welch of the Midwestern. I also want to say thank you to Kristen Leo um, for sharing your knowledge of the St. Paul sandwiches and your family's restaurant story. Thank you. And Sauce Magazine contributor Matt Sorrell, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. This is St. Louis on the Air on St. Louis Public Radio, 90.7 KWNU.